Welcome, everyone, to the Avengers Podcast, where we talk Marvel, DC, Star Wars, and more. I'm your host, Peyton, and with me is my co-host, Torrin. Yo. We have a fantastic, huge show for everyone this week. We're going to be talking about uh, Letterboxd reviews, and Torrin here is going to guess them <laughs> based on uh, based on the review. We also have the news of the week. It's going to be a huge uh, week of news. Small disclaimer, though, before we get into it, uh, we are recording this the day of the Super Bowl. So if you know there's any, um, you know, Super Bowl news, cough, cough, the Deadpool 3 trailer, then we're, we're going to talk about that next week. But yeah, let's just get right into the news. It's uh, <laughs> We got a lot to talk about. Uh, first up, uh, some sad news. Carl Weathers did pass away at 76. Crushing. What a legend. Yeah, it's pretty sad. Pretty sad stuff. Uh, we previously didn't know uh, the cause of death, but the family did say that he did pass uh, peacefully in his sleep, which is, you know, good, all things considered. Um, uh, although, but apparently he did pass away due to a heart condition that he's been dealing with for years now. Um, I think what sucks about this mostly is like, obviously, we we lost a legend and that alone sucks. But like, he was like just getting into directing and he seemed like really excited about that. And uh, that creativity has been cut short. So that really sucks. Uh, speaking of which, Carl Weathers, by the way, is, you know, he's been a Rocky. Well, he was in Predator. Uh, if anyone's listening to this, uh, he's probably most well known in this sort of circle for playing Grief Karga in The Mandalorian. Yeah. He was also Action Jackson. Of course. What a God. I know. He was so, like. So at, great. He's such a great actor. Like He was fucking huge for the time. I know gigantic man i like i like still think about that uh that interaction that him and arnold have in predator you son, you of, son a of a bitch, bitch. i'm just like <laughs> oh my god damn those fucking forearms are just huge massive but man like yeah he, he's such a you know he's such he's such a great actor and like i've heard like it like he's just super positive too like he just he has like a wonderful like aura of positivity around him yeah apparently he's a super nice guy yeah. It's always the nice ones, huh? I know. It's not cool it really at all. Is. It's not. I can't wait to have a piece of news where like, hey, this piece of shit died. Let's celebrate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but moving on, uh, The Mandalorian and Grogu were released in 2026. This caught me by surprise because I was expecting a 2025 release because eh? I'm pretty sure they're going to start filming later this year. And the fact that, it, you know, it's... 2026 is is a ways away now uh so we're gonna be we're gonna be pushing 30 by the time we get more star wars movies yeah i hate that's that's fine i mean that's That's okay disgusting that hurts me deeply uh but uh, this is according to deadline millie alcock has been cast as supergirl in the dcu cool yeah (laughs) yeah i don't know much about her uh i know she's in house of the dragon which is you know very popular uh, but you know, I, I'm not a Game of Thrones fan, so I've not seen it. But you know, if Jane's gun gives the cosign, then I, you know, I, I'm sure she's great. And this is according to IGN. This is sad. Uh, Kevin Conroy recorded lines as Batman from Batman the Animated Series for one final project, which was Crisis on Infinite Earths Part Three. Uh, it was also reported that Conroy also recorded lines for Batman Cape Crusader, but Bruce Tim said that he passed before he was able to record anything. I imagine yeah. he was probably going to be like Thomas Wayne or something. That would have been uh, really bad. Yeah, that fucking sucks. Although a lot of people are rejoicing that, you know, his final performance isn't uh, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. 
Yeah, I still don't know. I, I've been I've been hearing stuff about that. Um, I won't I won't get into that because you know you want. Yeah, I to still don't know the details. I just know people are real you, you mad. You want a game that's going to go on sale in about three years, so... I want a game that's going to go on sale in about two weeks because no one's buying it. Yeah, that's true. I remember because like, I know that people have been playing Arkham Knight more because... <laughs> yeah, Arkham Knight got a huge player bump. Yeah, that's nuts. Crazy. <laughs> but yeah, excited to hear more Kevin Conroy, man. God damn. Donald Glover, in a Vanity Fair video, said that uh, there's definitely going to be a Miles Moraction live-action movie eventually where he believes he will return as the Prowler. Kind of stating what we've all been, I don't know about expecting, but like hoping. Uh, We all expect, I mean, a Miles Morales live-action movie is kind of an inevitability. Uh, Mm -hmm. But like, for Donald Glover to be be like, yeah, I think I'm going to come back. Not Not only is that like a he like like the studio has probably talked to him in some way and be like yeah maybe uh one day we'd like to see you come uh and actually be the prowler in a legit movie and not just a cameo role and uh and also donald clearly wants to do it so that's really cool you see mr and mrs smith uh, yeah i've seen that one clip though of them in the forest i have not seen that clip uh i'm only two episodes in but it's really good so far uh, like yeah, there's a scene where like, Brazil it's just, it. no, I'm not gonna spoil it. I'm just saying like, just the the way Don Glover was acting in that one scene, it was really really good. He, really he liked that. he's a like compared to like Earn in Atlanta and and some of his his other more recent roles, he's he's leaning a bit more goofy in this, and it makes me happy. Yeah, so much fun he's to have indeed. This is according to comicbook.com. Josh Brolin says he heard that Thanos will be returning. He said, quote, I hear kind of like through the grapevine that they're going to bring him back. How about we don't? How about we don't bring him back? I mean, like Secret Wars, Multiverse, there's like you could bring him back in that way. And like he's like a villain that they have to go. I don't know. Don't bring him back, though. <laughs> let's let's uh, let's let that lie, please. At least in my opinion, I don't want that shit. This is according to the SAG Foundation of all places. Uh, Pedro Pascal will soon begin filming on Fantastic Four's Reed Richards. And then after that was reported, Matt Shackman confirmed on Instagram that Pedro Pascal is indeed Reed Richards. And then Matt Shackman deleted his, his Instagram account. And then <laughs> in an interview with SAG, uh, the interviewer asked like what, what was going on with that. And Pedro Pascal sort of like jokingly was like, isn't this like a 90 minute interview? It's been 90 minutes. And so it's like, basically he's, he's Reed Richards. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> it's, he's, it's, yeah. it's a done deal. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Pedro Pascal's or Reed Richards. That is interesting. I wanted John Krasinski or Glenn Howerton or Brandon Ralph, but Pedro Pascal, I, I, I do wanted love Daniel Radcliffe bro wanted. That's crazy. Yeah. I can't wait for him to be a British Reed Richards. I wanted Steven Yeun. I wanted Benedict Cumberbatch. I wanted Tropic Thunder Robert Downey Jr. as Reed Richards. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> In what context is that? Jesus. Well, he's a dude playing another dude. This guy is another dude. <laughs> it was Tony Stark the whole time. He faked his death. I love I love this meme where it was like, if Iron Man was black, who would play who would play him? And someone was like Robert Downey Jr. It only makes sense. He's perfectly cast for a reason. 
I know. But yeah, that's it for the news of the week, which means it's time to move on to our topic, which is Torrance guessing <laughs> movies okay. based off of bad reviews. Okay. Before we get started here, it's MCU specific and also it's only movies, so you don't have to worry about any of the shows. Okay. Okay, you ready? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> this is one and a half stars. Uh, this entire movie is an ad on Spotify, and the scenes involving Paul Rudd are the songs. Wait, what? This entire movie is an ad on Spotify. The scenes okay. involving Paul Rudd are the songs. It's a it, movie. Basically, it, it, they're only there for Paul Rudd. This is a movie that's been released recently? Not necessarily. It's the entire MCU. This is an MCU movie. Correct. Is it, is it Quantum Media? Nope. Oh, that's a good guess. That's probably what I would have guessed. Wait, okay, hold on. You said that. Wait, for re- rephrase that again? I can't rephrase it. The, the review is what it is. Oh, oh, okay. Well, then say the review again. This entire movie is an ad on Spotify, and the scenes involving Paul Rudd are the songs. What? And this is an MCU movie? Yes. Is it, is it Ant Man and the Wasp? No. Is it Endgame? No. <laughs> what the? F- what is it? Off to a great start. It's Civil War. <laughs> what? I don't know, man. It was one and a half stars. This entire movie. There's just saying the entire movie is just like a commercial just to get to the Paul Rudd scenes. Oh, that's such a really weird review. <laughs> Why for Civil War of all movies? He's in it for like two seconds. I was uh, so con- I was so confused because I'm just like Spotify. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? All right, this is half a star. Okay, half a star. Incredibly and horrifically bad. If I could give negative rating, I would. What a disgusting end to the story. Main character had two hours and forty five minutes to do right and only chose the last five minutes after external influences. Plotline hugely relied on the mus- miscommunication trope, which is disappointing for an action movie. Is it Fight Club? No! Is that an MCU movie? Oh, this is MCU! Yes! I said that! And then you asked if it was, and I said yes! I I thought these reviews are just like... No, movies in general. all MCU movies. I said it's only... It's MCU movies, but no shows, so you don't have to worry about that. Oh, uh, that's my fault. So you said... Okay, okay, say say the review one more time. It's half a star. Yeah. Incredibly. Oh, by the way, uh, in some of those reviews, I do replace like an actor or director's name with the main actor or the lead or the director. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, okay. anyway. Incredibly and horrifically bad. If I could give negative rating, I would. What a disgusting end to the story. Main character had two hours and 45 minutes to do right and only chose the last five minutes after external influences. Plotline hugely relied on the miscommunication trope, which was which was disappointing for an action movie. Is it Endgame? No. End to the story. Two hour. Is it Black Panther? Wakanda Forever? Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, I it did, is. Yeah. Because I, I. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so you agree with this review? No, I don't agree. I'm <laughs> glad that I got it right because it makes sense. Because like Wakanda Forever is fucking long as it's shit. Long so. as fuck, bro. Long and harrowing movie. Talk about a movie that is not rewatchable, but is also a fantastic movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is one and a half stars. Okay. Every- this is a long one. So, <laughs> 
Everything that made this character such a refreshing, entertaining, and thrilling ride is completely discarded in this sequel, and possibly their worst film to date. A pathetic follow-up to what was and still remains a fascinating action adventure. Even the main actor's charisma is unable to conceal its poor narrative and shoddy execution. With a great director, it's hard to believe that it's the same guy who helmed the last picture, as he seemed to have forgotten everything that made the previous film work. The writing is terrible from the beginning, for, for, for the concept has clarity on surface but lacks the required material underneath. Add to that, the awful editing makes sure every irrelevant scene makes its way into the final print. And for the rest of the technical elements aren't even worth mentioning. On an overall scale, this movie is a major step down when compared to its predecessor. It's a massive downgrade in almost every filmmaking aspect and a and a definite loss of opportunity to build something spectacular after such a sturdy platform was provided to it by the first film. Even the action is boring and is over way too quick. The villain isn't intimidating enough and majority of its characters are mere caricatures. One of the worst sequels ever made. Is it Iron Man 2? <laughs> yes, it is. I I knew it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that makes a lot of sense because of course, I, okay, I knew it was a sequel and then I knew he said the, the main villain is boring. I was like, okay, it has to be Iron Man too. <laughs> I I could have uh, Thor two also would have made sense. Yeah, because like one of the worst sequels ever made is insane. Yeah, like yeah. I don't like it's not great, <laughs> but one of the worst ever made. Like Thor two's worse. Come on, <laughs> but I I also yeah I get what they're saying anyway. <laughs> This is one and a half stars. Yet another phase four turd. This one more infuriating than the others because the villain is so effortlessly good and the promise of actual fight choreography was so exciting that watching it all buried under shaky close-ups and endless CG touch-ups was a massive bummer. Mm. Okay. And this was a... What was the rating of it? One and a half. One and a half? Say Okay, say it again. Say the review again. Yet another phase four turd. This one mm, more in okay. fear. Wait, is it multiverse of madness? No. Mm, okay. Another phase four turd. Yeah, um, this is hard because all of them are turds. Yeah, you're <laughs> okay. Hold on, another phase four turd. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, read the entire review. Yet another phase four turd. This one more infuriating than the others because the villain is so effortlessly good and the promise of actual fight choreography was so oh, exciting. Oh, uh, yeah, Shang-Chi. There you go. <laughs> yeah. No, because, like, yeah, that was what I, was, I was pointing to that, too. Uh, this one's three and a half stars. This is technically a bonus because the score isn't actually that bad. Uh, and it's also really easy. <laughs> uh after applauding at the credits, this guy beside me told his buddy that this movie is the best foreign film he's ever seen. What the hell is it? Is it also Shang-Chi? Yeah. <laughs> what? That's crazy, dude. After the credits, this guy, after applauding at the credits, this guy beside me told his buddy that Shang-Chi is the best foreign film he's ever seen. Buddy needs to watch more movies and not be a dumbass. What the hell? <laughs> Bro thinks that because people speak a certain, a different language in a, in a movie, it's considered foreign. Is he wrong? 
if, I wouldn't. I wouldn't it, say Shang Chi's foreign though. If, it, is there if there's foreign people in it? <laughs> I mean, well, no, I know. I'm, I'm saying kidding. like I mean like I'm if just kidding. Yeah, I know. I was gonna say like if they're mostly speaking, you know, Chinese and or Mandarin. Then that's yeah, that's yeah. I would say that's foreign, but they're speaking English. What the hell? <laughs> I'll give them the. I'll give them the biggest side eye ever. <laughs> you heard that shit in the theater. You just look at them like the fuck the is fuck wrong with is, you? <laughs> yeah i'm like what the fuck bro all right this but, is half a star a okay. whole half star beginning to think that the mcu is a money laundering front because where is the budget going this is one okay. of the worst looking films i've ever seen even by marvel standards incompetent across the board and at 30 films in it's excu- it's inexcusable for the biggest franchise in the world to be churning out films like this bad they don't need to be highbrow dramas or anything but they at least need to feel tactile and not just serve it as a trailer for the next installment guardians of the galaxy 3 is looking to be the last breath of life in this this franchise has left is it quantum mania it is yeah yeah makes sense is, i mean uh, I, I mean i don't blame him for saying that because quantum mania is fucking bad but i yeah. like it more than most but like yeah like uh it, like incompetent like it's one of the wor- like worst looking films like a franchise this big should shouldn't be churning out films this yeah yeah and i appreciate yeah. they said they don't they, they don't need to be like highbrow dramas or anything yeah and i feel like, like a lot of people's also, energy also, the the Gardens of the Galaxy three gave it away. <laughs> yeah, it's like already they, they, they at least need to feel tactile. Like, yeah, Quantumania yeah. just feels like it just feels like it's there. It's filmed in a box. Yeah, yeah, and something, it's, some, it's something. All right, it's a movie. It's the movie of all time. It is one of the know? movies of all time. This is also half a star. Probably the most overrated film of all time. A film that recapitulates, bros using big words, uh, a film that recapitulates itself up only because everyone barely watches films and has to choose a film to say is their favorite. A truly stupid piece of cinema that offends the senses by preying on the stupidity of audiences. And they said it's overrated. Okay, I have four guesses here. My first one, is it Thor Ragnarok? No. Okay. Is it The Winter Soldier? No. Is it Infinity War? <gasps> no. What what is an overrated Marvel movie? I don't I mean MCU movie. Um uh, is it You're gonna love this. Uh is it Civil War? No. Oh my god. Okay, I'm gonna guess one final time. Okay. He said this this person called it overrated, right? He's they specifically said the most overrated film of all time. Is it no, it can't be Endgame. No. Um, but hold on. They said the most overrated film. What? Of all oh, time. Of all time? Yeah. Oh, my God. And let me just say, I agree with them. You agree with them? I do. And it's not Winter Soldier? Because you hate on Winter Soldier. I do not hate on Winter Soldier. I, I do think it's overrated, but it's a great movie. Is it No Way Home? No. Okay. Well, I don't even know what it is. What is it? <laughs> wait, hold on, wait, hold on, hold on. I'm going to just throw one out there. Is okay. it Doctor Strange? No. Okay. What is it? It's the Godfather. <laughs> what? <laughs> you fucking snuck that shit in there. What the hell? It's the Godfather. You snuck that shit in there. What the fuck? You, could, you couldn't figure that one out, bro? <laughs> and I fucking at... Dude, fuck you. 
God damn it. It's, like, it's the most overrated film of all time, bro. I thought this is... Oh, my God. Is this... I, I, I'm, I'm having a stroke. <laughs> is this all MCU letterbox? Yeah. Or is it, you just wanted to throw that in there? Yeah. To throw me off? I just wanted to fuck with you. Because I'm, I'm on a fucking streak. <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> okay. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, this is two and a half stars. See, guys? Twinks can be heroes, too. That's fucking nuts. Um... That that's a crazy review. Um, <laughs> um, I don't, I don't even know. Just think about twinks in the MCU. That's something I don't think about. You, know, you got to start thinking about it now. Part of me wants to say like Sp- Spider Man. Um, is it Spider Man? There's three Spider Man movies in the MCU. Homecoming. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's so coming. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. <laughs> Actually insane. <laughs> mm, that's nuts, dude. Alright, this is also two and a half stars. Superhero movies are still the greatest threat to modern civilization. But this one is only occasionally insufferable. The action is strong. The opening sequence is the closest film representation we're likely going to get of the opening scene of Metal Gear Solid 2. Even if the parallel action action that the movie's final set pieces depend upon is completely mishandled. The scale is there. The one-liners connect. I enjoy how this is un- unabashedly Marvel's Mission Impossible 3. And yet, I think the reason I dug the Avengers is because none of these characters are interesting enough to sustain an entire film. And Whedon's movie, Whedon's movie doesn't force any of them to. But not sure how I can ever give two hours of shits about the main character and, and the trite, if, if hyper-relevant, mor- morta- morality play into which he gets embroiled. I'm also exhausted by Marvel's candy-bright aesthetic and samey posturing. It's been nine movies. Characters are still delivering heavy lines about their worldviews from over their shoulders as they walk away. The it's same beats, soldier. the same quips... The defense is that it's a genre, but but the problem is that it's a brand. Ant-Man is a do or die for these things. If they if they suffocate Edgar Wright's voice, there's really no need to keep me playing along. It has to be the Winter Soldier. Yes, yeah, the Winter Soldier. <laughs> yeah, because like the the Mission Impossible and Metal Gear Solid gives it away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you agree that superhero movies are this are still the greatest threat to modern civilization? Bro needs to get some fucking bitches, dude. <laughs> what the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> bro's a fucking bro's fucking threatened of superhero movies. Ooh. Boo, people like <laughs> people yeah, like boo, the genre people, movies. Yeah, I know. Fucking it's yeah, it's fucking crazy. Bro can't go. Bro can't even go to a fucking comic book shop. Fucking loser. All right, this next one's also obvious. Uh, this is two and a half stars. Hey, hey guys, did did you just hear what I said? Wasn't it funny? It was a joke. A joke. <laughs> I made a snarky remark. Did you like it? Wasn't it funny? Jokes. It has to be Spider-Man Homecoming. Why would that be Again. Spider-Man Home? No, it's not Spider-Man Homecoming. Damn, I thought you. I thought you'd get this one instantly. That's crazy. It has to be Ant-Man. Nope. Jokes. Oh, wait, is it Guardians of the Galaxy? There's three Guardians of the Galaxy two. movies. Two? two. Yeah. Yes, it's two. <laughs> it makes it makes sense. Yeah. 
Surprised you didn't get that one quicker. It's like the only complaint. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have about I, that movie. It's a bit harsh, though. <laughs> it, is, it, is, it is a bit harsh. Yeah, uh, this is also two and a half stars. You know when those animated films that have fairly weighty, mature themes throw in a juvenile, dumbed-down joke because they have to appeal to the young kids in the audience as well, and everybody else rolls their eyes but has to accept it because some people inexplicably find it absolutely hilarious? This series is that moment on a loop. A series? It's not a show. They just, I don't know why they use I, it. Yeah, no. Um, Unless they mean the series of movies. And what was the rating? Two and a half stars. Two and a half stars. Is it Multiverse of Madness? No. Mm. Is it Gardens of the Galaxy Volume 3? No. Mm. Is it Iron Man 3? No. Is it Captain America Silver War? A lot of threes you're throwing out there. No. I am threes, yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's Guardians 2 again. Fuck. <laughs> Damn. Again, I do kind of see what they're saying. Yeah. But again, get over it. (laughs) Uh, This is one and a half stars. I haven't watched a movie in a week. And after this, I still haven't watched a movie in a week. Just the most lifeless thing I've seen in a hot minute. Can't say I'm surprised. Still going to watch the new one. Still going to watch the new one. Yeah, they literally Uh, put that in parentheses. parentheses, Still going to watch the new one. The new one as in the new movie or the new movie in that? The sequel to this movie. The sequel to that movie. So then, it's, t- it's the most lifeless thing they've seen in a hot minute. It sounds like Quantumania, but they said they're going to see the next one, Lifeless. This was shortly before the new one came out. Shortly before the new one came out. There's a lot of new movies that came out um, when it comes to the MCU. Uh, what? Lifeless? I mean, there's a lot of... Um, hmm. There's a lot of lifeless movies in the MCU. Is that what you're gonna say? There's a lot of there's a lot of movies that some people would say they're lifeless. But, I mean, Quantum Mania is the only one that would make sense. Wait, is it A Man and the Wasp or something? Nope. Is it Doctor Strange? Yes, it is. Okay, that's what I thought too. Yeah. Okay. That yeah. makes a lot. Of, that may, that makes sense. Low key. It's the most lifeless movie I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, because you know they do astral projecting. Literally lifeless, okay? Yeah. Uh, Are you ready? Yeah. This is the last one. It's the last one? It's the last one. Okay. Two and a half stars. Okay. Here's the problem with this film. The director had put so much effort into pleasing the Marvel fans that he had completely forgotten about his other subset of audience, the ones who have absolutely no knowledge of the Marvel Universe. Hello, we exist, you know. Not everyone reads the comics religiously. Honestly, throughout the film, I I just felt disconnected. It's just fan service after fan service. They kept nodding and bumping into each uh, bumping each other with their elbows, saying, "You get it, don't you? You've been wanting to see this, right?" It starts to feel annoying after ten minutes. They then introduce a character out of nowhere. Sure, the fans have uh, the fans would have an extreme nerdgasm when they finally see this character come to life on screen. My friend literally covered his mouth and gasped, but. But to me, it's just another character. I felt nothing because I just met him. It's just like that Chuck Norris cameo in Expendables 2. Uh, except this time, he's not a cameo that shows up solely for comedic purposes and actually plays an important role in the plot. 
What I'm saying is, it's unfair if you need to do tons of research in order to enjoy a certain film. No, I don't want to be spoon-fed with endless exposition dialogues, but, you know, at least let me know their name. Seriously, they interrupted them before they could even introduce themselves. I had to turn and ask my friend who they are, but my friend shushed me because he was so absorbed into the film. Good for him, and good for you folks who enjoy this too, but for me, it's just an awful experience. Endgame? No. What? Nope. That sounds like this sounds like Endgame people like fucking the the casuals who watched Endgame without any watch. Uh, it does. Other. It does sound like that. Um, the can- cameo. Um, fan service after fan service. <laughs> fan service after fan service. Cameos. They say uh, hey, versus madness. Nope. Fuck. That's another. Where is it? Oh my god, dude. What? I don't... Mm. Wait, is it Civil War? No. No. No, okay, hold on. No. Fan service, fan service. It's not Endgame. Uh, cameos. Fan service. <laughs> is it No Way Home? No. Fuck! But what the... What? That would probably be my second guess, too, after Endgame. Um, I feel like I'm gonna be mad as hell when uh, if I don't get this one. Um, who? Oh my god, dude! Is it? No, I'm just gonna throw one out there. Uh, oh no, 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 no! <sighs> I, 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 I can't. I don't. I don't know. What? What is it? It is 2015's Avengers: Age of Ultron. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know about fan service, but exactly. I know that's what I was, I was reading, and I was like, "Huh?" What they mean? What they're talking about is Vision, and they're like, they had, they didn't say their name like at all. I'm like, they said it multiple times. He doesn't introduce himself because he doesn't have a name yet. <laughs> Thor says oh, he has man. a vision, and so they just called him the Vision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What a dumbass fucking review, dude. <laughs> You're a dumb. You're a dumb fuck. And and they say that like no one reads, not everyone reads the comics religiously. You don't have to. <laughs> now, I will say, like, Age of Ultron, it does, like, throw a lot of things at the wall and, like, sets up a bunch of stuff. And in that sense, I can understand how it might not be enjoyable. But, like, the complaints that they're talking about, I'm like, this isn't... <laughs> like, I, I don't... I, I, I'm not sure what they're... Like, what fan service, really? Other than, like, cool stuff happening. Because, like, when I, when I watched Age of Ultron for the first... Like, I didn't know what the fuck Vision was. I did. Okay, good for you. Fucking I'm Marvel all- expert. <laughs> but yeah that's it that was fun i had a good time <laughs> i love this the throwing the godfather in there fuck off you did <laughs> terribly by the way what a terrible performance I on the day fine, of the super bowl too i expected your a game but i was actually on a streak until you threw in that godfather shit <laughs> all right <laughs> Uh, did you watch anything this week? And by did you watch anything this week? I mean, just tell every, tell everyone the fifteen hundred things that you watched this week. I didn't watch that many things. Dude. Yes, you fucking did. I'll when go did first. I, what you want to go? Okay. Actually, no. You go first. You go first. No, because, you can go uh, first. No, 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 no. You go first because we both uh, had dumb money. Because I think that's where you left off. Dumb money. Yeah. Dumb money. That was that was a long time ago. Yeah, Wait. but we didn't talk about it. <laughs> Wait, when? 
29th. Okay. Okay. That's right. That's right. Okay. All right. So you want me to go first or you go first? You go first. All right. So, of course, we both had dumb money. So, just, uh, I mean, so cool. It's a cool movie. It kind of reminds me of like... um. It's the big short, but not as good. Yeah, they had a big short, but like smaller scale. Yeah, I don't know. I wonder if this would hit harder if there was like some time had passed because it like just happened. Yeah, no, I I I feel you. It it like literally feels like it literally feels like 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 it was like yesterday. It's kind of like a flashback movie, which is insane to think about. It's insane to think about like like it's like watching movies about events that recently just happened. And we're like, dude, like, yeah. It's like, just the Big nuts. Short came out seven years after the housing crisis. Yeah. But of and course, then, this like, came out we, like we were kids. We, we were kids, and we didn't even know that that was, like... Exactly. So there's, like, yeah. I wonder like, if, like... I wonder how young, young kids are gonna feel if they ever watch this, like, years later. Yeah. This is their Big Short. With solid For performances sure. from everyone. For sure, yeah. But For mostly sure, Paul cool. Dano. Yeah, Paul Dano was really cool in this. And then I watched Maestro, which, which is Mid. directed by Bradley Cooper. And it was written by Bradley Cooper, I think, too. Um, it was actually pretty solid. And, you know, you know, kind of tells the life of uh uh what's what was his name? Dang, it was he was a he was a composer. I'm trying to figure out his first name. His last name was uh, Bernstein. Um I think it was Larry Bernstein. I think so. Oh my goodness! I don't know, man. I can't. Th- I can't think of it right now. But anyways, um, it's like it's a romance and it's a musical and it's actually really really cool. I love how like it. Part of the film is like you know in um black and white. The other part of it is in color and you know it shows um you know his life as you know a bisexual man and you know him just caring about his job sometimes more than his family. And it's overall just a great, great, great movie. Um, then I watched American Fiction with, uh, you know, Jeffrey Wright. I think this is pretty solid, too. Um, Jeffrey Wright obviously gives a great performance in this, um, as well as Sterling K. Brown. Uh, the only problems I really have with the film is that I felt like it was trying to tackle, like, a little bit too much. Um, because in the film, you know, Jeffrey Wright is a... You know, he, he's a he's a writer, but he's also like a writer that like you know he's not getting published, and but like you know, but the books that are getting published are like, you know, the ones that sound like you know, like ghetto or like they pretty much like the film is about like you know, white people wanting to accept, um, in the like illogical side of the black community mm-hmm. in a way, and so, you know, you just. Basically, you know, Jeffrey Wright com- combats that in, su- in such a funny way. But overall, like, uh, you know, because, like I said, I feel like the film was trying to tackle too much because also throughout the film, uh, there are some family problems uh, that Jeffrey Wright deals with. And I feel like it wasn't trying, it didn't, it didn't meet the, the execution quite right. Is, overall, it true, so, is it true that Keith David plays a man named Willie the Wonker? I think so. Yes, because they, because because there's a scene in which he's in um, that kind of ties into how Jeffrey Wright is combating combating like you know the uh, you know the the writer thing. 
um but overall it, it is it is funny um it does have a really great moments emotional um and comedic and i think it's fun um then i watched warrior with tom hardy and joel egerton it's a, it's a nice movie it's a really nice movie uh i you know i love i love my fighting movies i love my action my martial arts and this does it for me uh you know tom hardy uh he you know he's just a military war hero who um but yeah warrior was good i I really really liked it then i watched fast x fucking trash um Please, it's please so fucking bad. Explain. Like, to be honest, is, I thought you'd have fun with it because of Jason no. Momoa, dude. Jason Momoa, like, dude, it's it's crazy because like Jason Momoa is that one star. Um, oh no, <laughs> he is that one star that that is the film because you know he he's like basically you know like you know in the movie he's like a like a sociopath, right? Mm-hmm. And but like, so what's the problem with this movie? Is that um, okay? It's literally all over the fucking place, like in terms of action and editing and everything like that. Like, there's a beginning scene where you know they're all at you know the the Toretto house and you know they're having like these barbecues or whatever. But the editing was like it was edited by someone who's probably like off like fifteen like bags of like nerds. It's just a bunch of like crazy like back and forth editing and like i just could not process what was happening but the thing about uh fast and furious the franchise it retcons a lot of shit it retcons a lot of things so basically uh what it retcons is that i think yeah this film part of the events of fast x happened in fast and furious 6 i believe huh yeah. Oh, you with the with the safe. Yeah, the safe. Yeah, and that's how Jason Momoa's. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jason Momoa's character is that. I'm gonna spoil it for you. I don't want you watching this. Um, and I also, was never so, going to. <laughs> okay, good. So basically, what's also really cool about this. So basically, there's another antagonist or like a or like a you know opposition force in this, which is Alan Richardson's character, who is He's like um. Yeah, he's in that movie. And basically he's like, you know, I'm just tired of like, you know, these, you know, these people who like do all these missions and like, you know, we, you know, they're over here causing havoc. I'm just, I'm tired of all that. So we're going to take him down or whatever. And the big retcon is that he's also the one that's working with Jason Momoa. And that happens in Fast and Furious 6 as well. And it's just like, what the fuck? Would you say this makes 6 worse? No, I think six is fine. Okay, I think six, I think six is, six is fine. It's the fact that they're retconning everything to yeah. try to make it fit into Fast and Furious Six, like all that stuff happened. Which generally, I'm not like really, I'm not like too harsh on it because Fast and Furious retconned Han's death too. So like that's something. I mean, but then again, Han's like a fan favorite character. They're about to retcon Paul Walker back to life. Well, the thing is that it was kind of confusing. Well, it's not, well, it's not really confusing, but like they were using archival footage of, uh, sure. Yeah. Paul Walker. But I mean, the, the only thing I could really see them like doing anything with like Paul Walker's family is like introducing his brother into the franchise. Well, I mean, the, I mean, the brother was like already involved in like some of them, like some of the movies, you know, cause of like CGI, and yeah. everything like that. I but, think like, they're just going to CGI Paul Walker back in. 
they could they they should not do that i well, agree because well, well, the thing is that like i mean like i wouldn't really doubt it they would do that because in this universe paul walker's character is alive like he, he's not dead like he's just basically he's just like he's yeah, off he somewhere ran off into the sunset literally like, like he's like he's like in hiding right now pretty much so they were to do that it's like okay well like I I knew what they were gonna do, but yeah, I'm sure they're just probably if they were ever gonna do that, they'll just bring in his brother because his brother like looks like one of his brothers looks exactly like him, like low key. So um, you think this movie is worse than 28 years later or weeks later or whatever? Well, I think they're on par. The only reason why 28 weeks later has a higher score is because of the intro, you know. I think for me, when it comes to Fast and Furious, it's just like, okay, I can tolerate this bullshit because it's Fast and Furious. But it's like with 28 weeks later, you're shitting on 28 days later. And like, you know, like I said, it took four writers to write that piece of shit and it came out fucking horrible. So, yeah, that's Fast X. Then I watched Argyle, you know, with Henry Cavill, John Cena, Sam Rockwell, Bryce Dallas Howard. I'm sad that it's apparently just not very good. It's fun. It's a fun movie. It's it's a Matthew Vaughn movie. That's what it is. I really I really liked it. It's fun. Um, it 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 does get like a little wonky sometimes because like because you know there there are trying to do like so much with like, with the movie. Um, there was a twist that reminded me of like the homecoming reveal where like you know the the, the, the vulture. There's yeah. like a twist that like literally reminded me of that. I'm just like, oh shit, it's so fucking cool. I heard there was like a million twists, and that's part of what like yeah. There's like there's like there's like three there's like four big twists in this like film, which it which you know at times it's like okay one and two is cool, three is like uh, you know you're kind of pushing it, four just like okay this is kind of bad, but it's like because also in the movie Bryce Dallas Howard is like a writer and. Everything you know, she's writing is like real. Yeah, but yeah, there's a twist with her character too, which like it kind of makes sense to like what they're doing with the plot. But then there's another twist at the very end. It's just like okay, well that's kind of crazy because it's like this is like some like really weird shit. But overall, I like it's fun. I really liked it. You know, Sam Rockwell, like he he's so funny. He's like you know he's a badass in this one. Um Bryce Dallas Howard, you know, she's, she's fun. I mean, there are some times where I'm just like, you need, you need to lock in, you know, for real, you need to like, just stand on business. But yeah, that, I, I enjoyed it. And then I watch fury. Oh my God. Dude. Fury is so cool. It's so dope. It's so dope. I've the cast it. is, the cast is incredible. I remember uh, thinking it was okay. Nah, dude, that, that that's fire, dude. I, I remember watching it and being like, "This is just discount Saving Private Ryan." Well, I haven't watched Saving Private Ryan, and I don't want to because I don't like Tom Hanks. So, <laughs> oh my god, I'm kidding. I don't care. I but mean, Vin I Diesel's just, in it. Vin Diesel's in it. Yeah, he's talking about family in that one. Oh yeah. Okay, well then I'm sold. <laughs> uh, if I if I don't see uh, Vin Diesel driving a uh, you know supercharged. Uh, Mustang, you know, Charger. I don't want to see it, you know. But I liked Fury. It was really fun. I really enjoyed it. Good cast, uh, really other than Shia LaBeouf. Huh? Good cast, other than Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf, he's good. I like him. No. I like him in this. 
Oh yeah, oh uh, yeah. And then I watched Men. That's a fucking piece of shit too. <laughs> Alex Garland fumbled hard with this movie, bro. It's so crazy because you know the, it's classified as like a horror sci-fi, right? And it's really weird because you know basically this woman um, is going through a divorce with her husband, but the husband like kills himself pretty much, uh, and so she she has a you know getaway at like you know this like airbnb or whatever and it looks nice or whatever but it's like every of course the whole point that alex garland was trying to you know it's almost like alex garland writing in the script was trying to be like a, like a big like pick me and it's like hey all men aren't that bad you know it, but like you know the whole thing in the movie is that like yeah like every guy she's meeting is like some fucking dick and then it's it's just really it's it's an odd movie it's really odd and i don't like it my family was trying to warn me not to watch it but i've been really wanting to watch it for like a while because you know it's like i do like a24 and i'm I'm trying to watch more a24 movies but have you seen marcel the shell with shoes on not yet it's coming to netflix so well, it's, I mean, I have Paramount Showtime. Oh, so I can watch it on there. So, but yeah. Oh man, men was men was bad. Um, yeah. And then I watched Past men Lives. Trash. Moral of the story. Men are trash. I watched Past Lives, and that was that was a I was like it was a good film. I really liked it. Um, there was some complaints. Um, and this is like from like you know just people who are Korean, and so they're like basically like you know. There's some stuff in the film where, like, it talks about, like, how, like, oh, yeah, her accent um, is, like, rusty because, like, you know, she's a Korean immigrant going to, like, New York City. And she meets up, like, you know, with, like, her, uh, it's kind of like a childhood friend or whatever. And they talk about, like, her Korean or whatever. But, of course, you know, like, I don't speak Korean, so I think her Korean's fine. And then it's also, like, a thing, too, where um, they talk about how, uh, Oh, uh, you know, like, uh, basically the Asian woman's dating a white man. And of course, you know, the white man, he's, uh, you know, of course I would, I uh, understandably, he's a little insecure because it's like, because he's white, he's not going to ever, you know, know what it's like to be a Korean girl, you know, person who's Korean. And like, he can speak the language all he wants, but he knows that it's not gonna happen and so obviously you know there are some like emotional ties from like you know both sides of like you know the, the men in her life and you know i and i think that uh they're trying to uh in the story they're trying to they try the best they could to explain that um other people were saying that you know it felt really one-dimensional how like it it's very very surface level of like you know the issues but overall, I mean, I think it looks beautiful. I think it tells a story. Um, and I, I mean, I liked it. I personally liked it. But yeah, Oxford study. And then <laughs> I watched Slumdog Millionaire. And it's kind of like I, I've... It's, it was kind of like a uh, full like watch for me because I've seen parts of it. But like, mm-hmm. you know, I decided to watch it fully. It's good stuff, um, right? It is good stuff. I really liked it. Death Patel is really nice um, in this. I hate his brother, though. His brother's a dick. It's a complete, complete asshole. Was that his brother? His like his uh brother, like in the movie. Yeah, he's a dick. 
uh, he, I mean, he's not a, he's, a, he's not his real brother in real life. I'm saying his brother in the movie. I I don't like him. I hate him. But overall, it's it's really it's really good. Um, and then I watched the Green Knight. And Crazy how the host was just like, "Hey, here's the answer." It wasn't the answer. It was not the answer. I know he tried. He tried to rob him and try to try to fumble. But yeah, I watched the Green Knight, another Dev Patel movie. Pretty solid. Um, there's also a lot of things that there that's going on too. But overall, I mean, it's a very beautiful movie. Very beautiful, and it's a it's a nice little journey, a nice little adventure movie. And then before we hopped on this podcast, I have watched The Hateful Eight. Pretty good stuff. Pretty good stuff by Tarantino. Man, I love you it when people it. sit in a room and, and just talk for a bit. Yeah, you yeah, you are a really big dialogue person, which I am to an extent because I'm trying to figure out how dialogue works when it comes to writing scripts. But yeah, this one was really, really good. I really liked um, you know, how um you put like these not so good people in a room and you know they're talking and they're shooting and you know i've heard the n-word i've heard the hard r more times than i've seen my dad and uh, <laughs> it's absolutely crazy that's insane I should, I should put a i should put a counter on how many times they've said the n-word it's gonna it's gonna um exceed the amount of times i've said the n-word in my life you know i am black after all it's well. crazy what? What? I am black, <laughs> bro. This is crazy. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, like I really, really, really liked it. Um, there, uh, you know, the one thing I just I, I couldn't get past was Shannon Tate Yum, bro. I couldn't get past Shannon Tate Yum. Why the fuck are you saying it like that? Cause it's from, it's from it's from this is the end. Have you seen this is the end? Yes, I've seen this is the end. I don't remember. Remember Danny McBride? He's like Shannon Tatum. I call him Shanny Tate Yum. No, do you, you don't remember that? The part of that movie I remember is uh, them showing the new Goblin cutout. Oh yeah, in the basement. <laughs> yeah, that, that's funny. That's why I call him. Yeah, but yeah, Shanny Tatum's character. Um, yeah, he did something that's like I don't. I don't really. Um, he did something really bad in this movie. He's I didn't like it. Yeah, he's a, he is a big meanie. I love. Uh, <laughs> I don't know something about Samuel Jackson having to scream because he's hurt. Yeah, no, no, dude, no that was it, no. Overall, like you know, this movie does what it needs to do. Um, I really like the uh, the the chapters and like you know the nonlinear storytelling. It's like it's actually like reduced down like, a little bit because I'm like still able to follow it. I wasn't able to follow it at first whenever I watched Pulp Fiction, but same. But no, nah, I mean this is really good. I really enjoyed it. Now it's another. Now I have three more films to watch to finish my Tarantino filmography, and that's Jackie Brown, Death Proof, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. You see what I mean when I say that it's his most underrated. Yeah, because a lot of people say it's his worst. And I just don't. This is worse. Yeah, a lot of people say it's right. I just don't understand that. I mean, like, well, like me, well, like, well, like, whenever I finish the filmography, I could, I wouldn't say it's his worst. I would probably would say Pulp Fiction. It would Pulp Fiction. <laughs> no, I don't know. Nah, I mean, we'll, we'll see. Because I mean, Jackie Brown is on Netflix. I don't know where Death Proof is. At, I forgot. I think it's on Prime. It's on something. And yeah. Then, and then Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is, in, is on Hulu. So I can definitely watch those. But, yeah. 
That's all. That's all I've watched. Oh, oh Death Proof also, is on Showtime. Oh, really? And oh, Par- yeah. And Paramount. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, also, I forgot to mention, I finished uh, Percy Jackson and the Olympians uh, season one. Oh, the new show? Yeah. It's good, right? Apparently. I think it's good. I mean, don't go on Reddit, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> bunch, of, bunch of fucking book nerds. shut up (laughs) like like like, shut up bro you 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 like you sound annoying and i granted i haven't read all the books like i haven't i've only read up to the titan's curse so like that's the we're gonna get into that whenever they do like season three or whatever but overall, I think it's I think it's fine. I think it's fine. I know there's a lot of things they didn't do, a lot of things they can't really do because you know, like you know, budget and all that stuff. And also that they, whenever you mentioned that that um uh, the review, whenever it was like, yeah, I think that Disney is as having like a money laundering scheme. Someone said the exact same thing about Percy Jackson. They're like, yeah, there's no way that like this show is like real because like where's the budget even going? And I'm like. You know, bro, like you're you're thinking way too much into it, bro. Isn't it like a good looking show? It's it's good. For a show. It's a good looking show. Yeah, for a show. The thing that people have a complaint with or many complaints about is like 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 just like storytelling wise, because in some episodes like um they exposition dump everything. And then like also like in some episodes like the the kids just happen to like know everything. Um, but I think it's also a thing to where like with Percy, like he's like learning, like he he's like picking up on like everything that's happening, because of course you know like from episode one he doesn't know anything, he doesn't even know like like what what's happening to him, like in terms of like his brain or whatever, because you know he's like dyslexic, but of course like his mind's just different, and like you know of course the last episode it's just like yeah he happens to know everything or whatever, um, which I mean I think I don't think that's like such a big deal to me. Because you know, like you're trying to end the trying to end the show, you're trying to end the season or whatever. Um, and then also, there's a complaint of like how the gods don't look like they're godly; they're just like humans. Which, like, I mean, uh, there's only really so much they could do with that, you know? Because like, unless you want to dump a lot of CGI or whatever into like people looking like gods or whatever, or like camera effects and camera angles. Um, they can do that, but I don't know. But other than that, I mean, like, I I enjoy the show. I'm I'm excited for season two to see what they do with that. And uh, yeah, that was it. All right. Well, I watched Dumb Money, and that shit sucked. So moving on. No, it was good. <laughs> it was good. Kind of forgettable. Uh, I also watched Goodwill Hunting. And yes, uh, sir. You know, when it comes to like movies that are like considered like classics, it's like. It's very like, is this like a classic because it's genuinely great? Or is it like for the time it was good, but now it's like, eh. and in this case, shit holds it up. Holds it's up. very good. Yeah, it holds up really, really well. Robin Williams, maybe, man. Fuck. Maybe. Yeah, it should make me fucking cry. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know how it made you cry. It's some pussy shit. But you me, know. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'm a man. I can't. I, I'm, I can't show my emotions. Yeah. No, which part did you cry at? I cried at the when Robin Williams was like, "It wasn't. It's not your fault." That that bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes sense. Yeah, 
I'm like, dude, holy shit. This is this is, like, this is nuts, man. <laughs> uh, I miss Robin Williams. What a god. For real. Oh, uh, Matt Damon, very good. Uh, ben Affleck, also, you know, solid. Uh, this movie just made me be like, yeah, maybe Ben Affleck should really just be, like, behind the camera. Well, not that they do not- have their own... They do have their own production company. Together. They do, yeah. It's just like not that he's a bad actor. Like obviously he's he's good, but man, the dude can write and direct. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, for real. Have you seen Air? No, but I heard it's good. Dude, yeah, you should watch Air. That's a really good. Uh, ben, like, well, we, well, he didn't write the story, but Ben Affleck's direction is really good. Have you seen that. um Batman v Superman? Yeah, yeah don't watch that fucking... shit. That shit's ass. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Damn, that shit's kind of peak. Ben Affleck's in it, not good at all. Probably the worst yeah, part no. about it. Yeah, like Ben. Yeah, Ben Affleck. He's he's a really good like writer and director. Matt Damon but fumbled yeah, that sure. girl though, bro. Fumbled hard. Oh yeah. Damn, my bro. What are you doing? Slacking. Real. Uh, I also watched Justice League Warlord. Shit movie. <laughs> 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 it's fucking terrible. <laughs> It's like it's in the it's in the new uh, animated continuity Superman Man of Tomorrow uh, Long Halloween, uh, so it's in that style of animation. Same you know again same universe, and it fucking sucks because I was really excited for this universe after the Flashpoint universe ended, which was really overstated. It's welcome, uh, and you know mostly just kind of had m- not great to decent movies in it. It started off great. Superman Man of Tomorrow is really a, a really wonderful film. Uh, the Long Halloween is really great. Uh, and the, I, I always forget the name of it. It's like Justice Society of America, something World War II. It's a flash story. Also really, really good. But then they go into like this legion of superheroes. It's like the future and Supergirls is going to like high school, but it's like all a bunch of superheroes and CA and Brainiac five is there. And uh, it was fine, I guess. And then there was a green lantern one that I talked about. I don't even remember how long ago now that was fucking terrible. It just like completely just threw Hal's character away. And then this one, uh, it's just, it's, it's like it, uh, the the concept that they had was really genuinely very interesting. They're like they're like stuck in their own little like worlds. There's like a Western bit, and there there's like a like a, a Roman Empire sort of bit. There's also like a fifties like forties fifties detective style thing for for Superman. They're they are they're each attributed to each character. That's also part of it. It's called Justice League Warlord, but it's just the Trinity. It's just those three, and it's just. You, you, you're building up this universe. You have Batman, Wonder Woman, Superman. You have the Flash. You have Green Arrow. You have Green Lantern. And they haven't been used other than their singular films. And it's also, and it also sucks because this universe, we finally get to like really hear Jensen Ackles as, as, as Batman. And he's doing a great job for what, what he's given, but the movies just aren't good except for the long Halloween. And yeah, it's just, it's so, it was so boring. And then when it finally started to kick off within like the last like quarter of the movie, maybe even less than that, again, they just, they just, the, the villain isn't interesting. The action isn't interesting. It, it's just, it was just so, so boring. <laughs> um, but then after that, I watched Batman Hush, which, uh, which is in that previous continuity that I just never got, I just never got around to seeing. 
way better, immediately way better. The animation feels more fluid, and it's like I don't even have any anything against the newer style of animation that they're going with because it's a bit more stylized, and I'm like I'm okay with that. But when it comes to action sequences specifically, the the previous animation style just lends itself way better uh, for that, and it's just like and I I didn't love Batman Hush because it, it takes the story in a place that I didn't really love, uh, and, but like. It, yeah, maybe it's just because I watched it after Justice League Warlord that I thought it was better, better than it probably is. <laughs> but like, it, it was solid, uh, compared to Justice League Warlord because that shit was ass. Uh, but Batman Hush was solid, but I didn't love how the way it ended. Um, especially like the, the also the, the woman who's playing Catwoman in Batman Hush is not very good. No offense to her, but mm, I didn't like it. <laughs> uh, and also I didn't love the way they, used uh did her character either um then i watched self-reliance which is a movie uh directorial debut from jake johnson you know of new girl fame and you know plays peter b parker in spider-verse um he it, it's his directorial debut debut he wrote it uh it's a very quick film it's like an hour 30 hour 45 minute movie please make more hour and 45 minute movies jesus christ uh sometimes i just i don't want to watch a two-hour movie um fuck man it was really good like and and it kind of sucks because jake johnson he he was doing some interviews and he said he was like i'm kind of content with just like i wanted to do this movie and i'm kind of i'm good he's like <laughs> um it, it's like it like just came out so i'm not gonna you know go into spoilers but uh basically he's just a dude a, a limo rolls up andy sandberg's inside and <laughs> uh basically he has to he has to just live for a month uh without getting killed by people who are hunting him and he gets a million dollars so he has to live for a month and if he's next to someone they can't get to him they can't kill him they're not allowed and it's like yeah it's like a dark web reality show that so there's like hidden cameras everywhere and shit it's really good uh it's touching it's really funny Jake Johnson's obviously great in it. Anna Kendrick's in it. They're like, it, it's a really, really solid cast. And it's sort of genuinely just a really solid, fun, just short and sweet movie. I think it's on Hulu, by the way. Hulu. Add that shit to the list. Uh, to then my I, list? Yeah, add it to your list. Okay. Then I watched Grounded 2, which was, which is the documentary of the making of The Last of Us Part 2. Very good. Uh, I, did, I honestly, I didn't even know this was a thing. There was a grounded one, which was the making of the last of us. Uh, and that, you know, I guess, so I guess I should have expected a second one, but considering like the leaks and stuff, they came out about the game and the crunch behind it all and the delays and stuff like that. And, you know, the reception to the game, uh, I was like, I don't know. I didn't expect it, especially this late, but considering the, the last of us part two remaster just came out recently. Uh, they sort of released this alongside with that. It's very good. Uh, I was surprised at a lot of the stuff they talked about. They talked about the leak and they were all clearly very devastated about it. Uh, they, uh, talked about the reception to the game, how when it came out, you know, uh, the critics fucking loved it. Uh, they talked about seeing a lot of the behind the scenes, like performances, like on the motion capture stage, like, uh, the Ashley Johnson as Ellie during the you know what scene. My God, man, she whew, 
it's weird seeing the the motion capture because like uh, there's footage of the motion capture for for part one and it's cool seeing it because you can see the actors doing their thing but the motion capture wasn't far along enough yet where it's like one-to-one to like their face movements because a lot of because it was it was it's called motion capture for a reason back then now it's motion capture plus face capture because for the first game they had to just look at the face for reference in the footage and then animate it to that but ooh, it was weird seeing ashley johnson do that scene and i'm i'm it's it's like my brain was like i'm watching they're just the regular scene. It was like the cut scene, but I'm, I'm just watching Ashley Johnson do it. It was real fucking weird. Uh, it's like, uh, Troy, Troy Baker was, was also doing great things in it. And he was, and they talked about how they came to the conclusion of where the story went. I'm trying to avoid spoilers considering, you know, the, the show's coming out and, you know, people, not everyone. No, no, no. Spoiler, bro. They haven't played the game. No, they're done. No, no, no. But then at the end, Neil Druckmann was like, hey, there's probably going to be a part three. And I said, hell yeah, do it. You won't. It's in, de- it's in, de- it's in development, though. That's what we think. But maybe not. We he was like, we this. have a concept. And I'm like, okay, so you're working on it. <laughs> uh, but they also, they, they talked about, like, the leaks and how, like, you know, people are, are being real bigoted. They're like, not, like, the, the it, a lot of the stuff was leaked, but not everything was leaked. So a bunch of people were, like, trying to piece things together. And, like, people thought Abby was transgender just because she was muscular. And Hallie Gross, the co-writer of Part 2, I love... She goes on this rant because one of the articles came out after one of the trailers released. Uh, it was, uh, it was like, Abby be- being hanged and, like, she was trying to escape and whatnot. And a bunch of articles were like, uh, it's glorifying, it's glorifying female violence and stuff like that. And Hallie Gross, who's like uh, trying to make this because it's just a violent world, just inherently, but she's also trying to make it, you know, pre like empowering for women. And she see that she just goes on this, on this really like, it's a, it's a serious rant, but it's also, it was just really cool to see her go on that rant. She's like, just do your research. There's so many women involved. I'm literally the co-writer. There's like a ton of women working on this. And it, it, it was just really cool um, and fun to see. But yeah, uh, if anyone loves The Last of Us and just wants to see more of that behind the scenes stuff, Grounded 2 is a very good uh, look into that world. And they also like talk about crunch and how in the future they're trying to, you know, alleviate that, uh, which is really cool because crunch is a massive issue in the uh, gaming industry. But yeah, it's like it's a two hour long documentary. It's really good. Anyway, I played Arkham Origins. Uh, <laughs> I finished it. Great fucking game. Really solid. Uh, it was longer than I thought it would be, but like in a good way. And yeah, I, it's just i understand now i understand why people say it's underrated it's just another it's just another solid arkham game where did you play it what where did you play it where did i on pc oh that's right on pc dang it (laughs) man i really wish there was i wish really wish it was backwards compatible bro i'm not gonna lie bro this pc game changer for like these these older games Arkham Origins, and I started playing Arkham Asylum, and I'll get to that in a second. Those motherfuckers look crispy. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> These games look gorgeous. <laughs> Versus I play it on Xbox, despite it being backwards compatible, and it's still like... It's like, because it, it, it's backwards compatible, it's like you're playing on 360. It's just not, it's not yeah. the same. Uh, 
except the cutscenes, which are like because they're pre-rendered, they're they're stuck at like 720p. That's annoying. Uh, but yeah, Origins is really good. It's really solid. I will say though, like as I was playing it, I hadn't I didn't have any issues with it, but I started playing Arkham Asylum right after. Because I was like, ah, I, I have an itch to play the Arkham games anyway, and Origins might as well just go right into Asylum. The writing for the Asylum, just for Asylum, just within like the first 15 minutes, <laughs> was like astounding <laughs> compared to Origins. And that's nothing against Origins. The writing was fine, but like specifically the dialogue in, in Asylum, just off jump, was, was like, oh, this is really good. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like it's the Paul Dini thing. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, Origins was solid. There's this fantastic sequence in Origins where uh, the the Joker's like falling and Batman saves him and Joker's like, why the fuck did you save me? <laughs> what, what <laughs> like you had? What what was that? And he like he like starts to like kind of like lose it. Like, I mean, he's already insane, but he's just like he's so fucking confused. <laughs> it's, it's like why Batman saved him. And uh it, it goes through this great sequence where you're like kind of playing as, as the joke you're like walking through and it like it does so many things at once and it balances it all beautifully it like does the red hood stuff it does it does like his, his origin it explains like why like he is who he is he's questioning why batman saved him harley's also interviewing him so it's like it's doing the harley quinn stuff at the same time like it, it, it is such a like a cool sequence visually it was just done super super well um but yeah great game then i watched a clockwork orange just literally before we started recording watched the a clockwork orange and let me say it's something it is a movie you know saying a goodwill hunting you know classics could be hit or miss this yeah. is a miss for me <laughs> i i went in knowing that there would be trigger warning sexual assault i know there was going to be like rape in in the movie to some extent i didn't know exactly how much and i didn't know what that entailed but my assumption going in was that you know this group of people was going to be going around like raping women and shit but when the movie starts yeah malcolm mcdowell who who's great in this movie by the way striking resemblance to evan peters um him him and him and his group are like going around town and there's this other group of people that are going to rape this woman this is like the first like 10 minutes of movies it's not a spoiler they're going to rape this woman but then they come in and beat the beat up the guys that are about to rape the woman so i'm like oh they're like insane vigilantes they're like it's like if the joker was a vigilante and it's like four of them and they're running around just beating up rapists and shit but then in the next scene they go and break into a woman's house and and rape her so uh and i was like okay i'm getting mixed messages here (laughs) Man, that's yeah. It's like a uh, if Stanley Kubrick made his own Watchmen. Jesus. <laughs> it also, yeah. It did, honestly, part of that it did make me uncomfortable because I'm like, I just I know Stanley Kubrick's directing style, and I'm just like, I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> uh Stanley Kubrick's very hit or miss for me because it's like this one I didn't love, but I fucking love Doctor Strange. Love that was fantastic. Um. But yeah, it's just, it, 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 I, I didn't think I'd, I'd like it that much. Like I was really expecting us to give it like two stars just based off like the first quarter of the movie, but then it takes a bit of a turn. Uh, I won't go, I won't go too in depth. You haven't seen it, right? I asked you that. You said no. no um, no. it takes a bit of a turn and it goes into a different direction that I thought actually was kind of interesting. Uh, 
but then it it just kind of at the back half of the movie like it it's still like it's good i just wish there wasn't so much rape that <laughs> really is that like like the the concepts like is 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 good and interesting it also it's also in this weird like dystopian like british future but it's still very 60s and 70s 60s it's the 60s it's, it's still very 60s i don't i don't i understand why it's a classic and you could tell when you're watching it, it's like okay i get it like i i get it but also it's a it's very much a product of, product of its time basically it's like i understand why this is a classic for the time but nowadays uh, uh it's just not uh it's not great unfortunately <laughs> Uh, just not a fan of rape personally. I don't know about, I'm not afraid to say it, honestly. Uh, if I can be, if I can be, yeah, yeah you're not a fan of, you're not a fan of rape in movies. No, or, or just in real life. Just yeah, not a fan no. of it in general. That, that, that's really bad in both. I mean, for me, when it comes to like movies, like there's, I mean, in movies, I don't like it. Like, like entirely. I think like having rape in like movies and like just, I don't know. Low key to me, it finds it demeaning. Um, I don't feel like it's really. I don't feel like it's necessary to add it. I feel like it just also lowers down the quality of your movie. It it, 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 it also depends because there's some. It, it, it like the idea of the idea of rape is fine. No, but the idea of rape as of like a plot point is is fine if it like if it's part of the story as long as it's like implied. But why you gotta like show it? Yeah, yeah show it or like or, or like fucking like in. Like, for example, like, there's, like, you know, like, rape revenge movies. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's, like, literally a movie called, like, Revenge, where it's, like, a woman, like, she gets fucking raped. And she, of course, you know, she literally fucking kills all the guys or whatever. I mean, that's fine. I mean, those aren't really my type of movies. But it's, like, I don't know, man. I feel like, like, just all the movies I've seen that, like, where people get fucking raped, it just doesn't do anything for the plot. It's like, why does this need to happen? Yeah. And so I'm, I'm just like, it's sort I don't of, know, man. With the Clockwork Orange, the idea is like in this sort of future Britain, the youth sort of run the world. Not like mm-hmm. run the world, but like they sort of like run things. They're like out and about and it's like young people and shit. Uh, but yeah, again, I don't want to, I don't want to go. I, I feel like this is a movie that you're going to watch eventually. <laughs> uh, yeah, probably. Uh, but yeah, it, it's not, it's not all about rape i don't want to i don't want to like make it seem like that's the entire movie because it's not a bulk of the movie is more of a psychological not thriller but it's a it's a it's more of like a psychological study than it is just about rape (laughs) but uh there there is some uh cool sequences in it there's also stanley cooper always surprises me when it comes to like his humor there's a lot of funny scenes in uh, in this movie there's this character there's like this british um uh soldier i guess police officer i don't know i think it's a soldier um that he takes his job way too seriously <laughs> and it's really funny uh and also malcolm mcdowell his his performance in in some of the scenes is really good uh and 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 quite comical um but yeah it's it's like i i understand it on its on its own merits why it's a classic and as far as its craft, it's obviously very well done, but just it's just not for me. I feel like a lot of the concepts are just done in, in better and in, in more recent movies. You know what I mean? Anyway, uh, 
last uh, but not least, um, Torrent, I've realized something. You know what I've realized? What? I don't care anymore. About what? Everything. You know, uh, you know what I realize about this podcast? Look, realistically, like, I love doing this, all right? It's a fun hobby. Realistically, though, is it going to go anywhere? Not likely. So, I don't give a shit what I say. I mean, to an extent. But, like, what well, like, what am I protecting? You know what I mean? It's like, oh, I can't say that because, uh, but you know, But it's like, I don't give a shit <laughs> anymore. You know what I mean? Uh... So basically, I'm gonna just, I'm just talk about whatever. I'm just talking about whatever. This doesn't sound good. So Logic came out with a new song. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, yeah. Logic came. I'm not gonna go into into detail because because like uh, it's for like, like if you're not a Logic fan, I'm not gonna like go into the whole Ultra 85 whatever blah 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 blah. But basically, Logic's coming out with a new album. It's called Ultra 85. Uh, he's starting his rollout. Uh, he releases this new single called Fear. It's a very good song. Um, but the music video, <laughs> the music video is, how should we say? It's about a man existing for 18 hours. That's about it. <laughs> and people are pissed. Torn, why are they pissed? Because they're transphobes, bro. See, that? that's what confuses me. Because he's not trans. There's this weird intersect of like people just don't understand. Okay, well, let me explain first. Basically, the the music video is about just a dude just going about his day, and at night he goes to a he, to a drag show, and he you know he dresses in drag, and he goes out on stage or whatever. And people are like, "Oh my god, logic! How could you bowing to the woke left?" disgusting i can't believe you would do this horrible music video terrible i wish i could unsee this boo fucking who uh and it's like so many people they're just transphobic they're homophobic but it's like drag queens aren't trans they're dudes who dress in drag i'm i mean i'm sure some of them are like trans or like non-binary but like generally speaking they're dudes who just dress in drag and like it's just why 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 is drag and drag queens it, it why is it so political why is it so politicized they've been they've existed for decades decades and now it's they're an issue i guess and they need to be banned because oh our children as if they again haven't been around for decades and it's like it it makes me think like imagine like old Looney Tunes cartoons were released now where Bugs Bunny is dressed in drag, which he did all the time. And he's like kissing dudes and shit like they and by they I mean conservatives would be having a fucking fit. They'd be fucking losing it. Like <laughs> It doesn't. It's so fucking ridiculous. Like drag shows were fucking normal. Like, why is it? And they're like, oh, they're trying to groom our kids as if their the, their fucking pastor isn't diddling kids like last Sunday. Like it, it doesn't make any fucking sense, bro. Like, and people are like mad at Logic specifically, even though despite 
a majority of if his career specifically since 2017 all bro has said is 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 in his music he just wants to spread peace love and positivity and preach for every man woman and child regardless of race religion color creed and sexual orientation and people are surprised that he's made a music video with a with a drag queen in it and people are like like this came out of nowhere i can't believe it like <laughs> what are you talking about See, like this is these are the fucking same people who like think that like the boys aren't isn't political. The boys exactly. isn't political, bro. Like it's just crazy how like you know people just like let this like go over their heads, bro. Or like they just like they 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 don't pay attention at all. And like you know, Peyton and I we were responding to comments and on like the, on the YouTube video, and there was this one guy he just was trying to dominate the comment section with like just his like idiotic beliefs and he was like yeah screw the woke like all this like you know like you know our woke uh, the youth is dying because of all this stuff i'm just like bro like why are you so offended bro is this is this affecting your day are you okay bro like you sound upset so and this is mad and I'm, and I'm like bro like this is this shouldn't be affecting you the way it is and then i'm like bro like he was just going up and down and I'm just like, yeah, 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 some guy, yeah, he was like, screw the woke, and I'm just like, it's not woke to be human, like, like, like it isn't. And and then, yeah, he he, was, this guy was just going off, dude. I'm like, what the hell is wrong with you? Like, you look like silly, like saying this. Like, you probably were never even like a fan of logic. You just want to hate. But what 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 I think is pretty funny about like drag queen hate is like. People are always like, oh, it's inappropriate. And oh, the children or whatever. If you, if anyone has ever seen a drag show, 99% of the time, they're like covered from head to toe. Like, like in layers and like these convoluted dresses and, and outfits with like little skids showing. And if they're like, it's not, nothing about it is sexual, like at all. But what, uh, what I find funny is they're like, oh my God. It's so sexual and you know, oh, it's, it's inappropriate. Meanwhile, they're at the football game watching cheerleaders in super tiny skirts and tiny tops, like tossing their legs up, legs up and shit. And their children are also there and they're like, this is fine. <laughs> so what I think is they see the drag queens and they know they're men and they get a little turned on by it and it, and it scares them. Yeah, yeah, because there's no way a grown man should be acting like that for real. God forbid a person just exists and does something for fun that is literally hurting nobody. Yeah, well, like in this comment section, I'm I'm arguing with this one dude, and he literally says, literally says that like it should it shouldn't be a problem that like it's just my opinion that let like I don't like gay people. Like, huh? What? What? What do you mean? <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah, like, people have outed themselves in that, in that comments. I'm just like, bro, you, you just, you are clinically ill. You need, like, serious help. If you think drag queens are groomers or you think drag shows are inappropriate and should be banned, um, kindly, respectfully, kill yourself. I, I like, I don't, Damn. you're literally a waste of oxygen. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. Like, like, it, it, it'd be, it's, it's not just a difference of opinion. Because a difference of opinion is, is, hey, I, you like ranch and I don't. 
that's a difference of opinion. Hell, a different differences of opinion is, hey, I think like fucking i'm not saying you do but i think biden's doing a bad job and you do and you think he is it's like that's a difference of opinion what's not a difference of opinion is saying oh i think trans people and drag queens are okay to just live their lives and you go no (laughs) no i uh because like what like all I'm just saying is that these people should just be able to it literally exist. And the other side of the spectrum is saying they should literally be eradicated from our society, like quite literally calling for the deaths of innocence just because of the way they live. It's batshit to me. And it's just so like normalized, I guess, like the fact that people could even be up in these comments and just say that shit like without uh, not not even necessarily consequence because it's the internet but like without like majority of people being like that's fucked is insane to me like like i'm literally in the in the logic subreddit and i'm saying like wow like there's like all these like homophobes in this fan base who would have thought considering you know uh, everything that logic specifically talks about and i'm getting downvoted it's fucking wild to me but torn what do you think about the trans problem <laughs> i mean i don't think there is no problem man i mean i work with people who you know i'm i'm like i'm I work with people who are part of the uh, the lgbtq community the woke mob yeah <laughs> and you know um i have no problem with it and i like recently on friday i went to a company work event that hosted a, a drag show it was fun it's my first drag show i like i want i want to go to one where like you know they also it's, it's like at like a, like a restaurant or whatever those are i mean that that sounds fun i don't have a problem with that at all and it's i think it's just kind of crazy how people are just like yeah like you know like you said like they just they're super extreme about it and it's one thing you know like it's just like actually not not even like one thing like it's just absolutely insane how people can just be so hateful like that and then they're just like oh well like i'm not hateful i'm just speaking my opinion well yeah your opinion is fucking dumb like it is inherently hateful exactly and then it's also like uh, you know, I'm actually, not, I'm not even going. That's a different conversation for another day. I'm not even. I'm not even going to talk about religion or anything. But yeah, no, it's just like, dude, like, if this, if this isn't, if this isn't fucking, this isn't fucking you. If this isn't fucking up with your like your financials. If this isn't feeding you, why the fuck do you care? Like, see, like seriously, if, like this ain't fuck. Like at the end of the day, you're gonna go to sleep and fucking wake up, and, and the shit is not even gonna affect you. This shit, ain't gonna fucking, this shit ain't gonna fucking take your kids. It's not gonna fucking take your house. Like, it's not fucking with you, dude. I found like, the seriously. comment. He, he literally said, so people can't hate something just because it has a gay person in it? What's really corny is calling people bigots or homophobes when they dislike something that has a gay person in it. Like, how blatant can you be other than just saying, I don't like gay people? <laughs> literally. Absolutely batshit, dude. Anyway, Super Bowls today. Who are you rooting for? I'll just say Chiefs. I'll say whoever the other team is. 49ers? Yeah, sure. I don't know. 
Can't wait for that Deadpool 3 trailer. I can't wait for Wolverine to be in two seconds of it. I know, right? But yeah. Anyway, is that the show? That is the show. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the Avengers Podcast. If you want to follow us, we're at Avenge Nerds on Twitter. That's A-V-E-N-G-E Nerds, all one word. If you want to follow either one of us, you can reach me at itzeneth underscore on Twitter. Where can they reach you? Nowhere right now. Nowhere right now. That's insane. Nowhere. Bro deleted his account. We also have a Discord if you'd like to join the conversation there. Those will be linked in the show notes. You can also check out our link tree for any additional links you may be interested in. You can also review the show and app on Apple Podcasts. If you can leave five stars in a review, it would really help us out. Speaking of reviews, we have one here from Davy Duck 12345 It says, entertaining and informative. Uh, five stars. This podcast is one of the only ones I listen to. The hosts are very funny and are clearly knowledgeable about the subjects they talk about. I'd recommend this podcast to anyone. Why, thank you. It's very thank kind. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah. Again, leave five stars to review if you could on Apple Podcasts, please. And uh, yeah, like, like, well, re- we'll read one out just like I did just there. Five stars, please. Uh, yeah, we'll see you next week with Madam Webb, probably. Later. Free Palestine.